And welcome to another edition of Across the County, another episode in, if you can believe it, 2021, and we're rocking and rolling, hopefully to a better year. Well, my next guest, I was just telling, I saw the byline come across my desk, can you grow a business during the pandemic? And I had to get this guy on the show because the answer to that is yes, according to him and according to me and some of the other people in the station, we can really get small businesses and business going again. And But there's a, a few things that we have to do. And we also have to stay positive in the process. So amidst still the COVID pandemic, this is a great opportunity to have my next guest on. And he's done so much that we're going to get into. My guest is Nick Bogaz, and he is a true testament of just knowing how to get a small business and take it to the next level. He worked, if you can believe it, for three separate pizza companies. I'm just going to call him the pizza man eventually. Either running the shop, he delivered the goods. He also counted money at the Civic Arena. Uh, If he's a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, I guess that was a good thing for him. And also, he took his dreams to die at the post office. So he's kind of had the gamut. He's also built an internationally known pizza empire with five destinations. And he's also got awards and accolades over it all. And so let's welcome the man, the pizza guy. Hey, Nick, welcome to the show, my friend. It's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. So let's talk about five ways small businesses can really take it to the next level here in 2021. I know people might be listening to this and they're thinking, are you kidding me? During COVID, business is really hard to even get going right now, much alone if I already have a business, keep it afloat. But it's as I said at the beginning of the show, first it starts with the positive attitude. Where do we go from there? Well, I think you're absolutely right about the positive attitude. That's that's what really keeps the entrepreneur going is mindset. You know, if you think you can, you can. There, I always say there's so many different things that when you hear these little sayings that they're true for a reason, and, it's, you know, they're repeated for a reason. And I think that's, that's the thing. You have to stay positive. That's probably number one. And uh, just hearing you say that is reaffirming. And I think that the next thing is, you know, you have to remember what got you there in the first place. And you know, why did you start in the first place? And I think that's where, where it can really come into play when you really think about and peel the onion back to the reason of why you really started. There's probably some deep reason, you know, whether you started your own business because you were afraid your, your kids wouldn't be able to go to college because you couldn't afford it or you knew that you wanted to take care of your mother when she was older and that she wasn't going to be able to afford it or whatever it was that you started and you have that big why you know that you got to go back to that right now and i think that's what's really important is you know staying positive staying in the right mental space and then figuring out why 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 do i want to keep going and when you think about combine those two things I think that's where the magic starts to happen. Well, obviously, I believe you probably started Caliente Pizza, the chain. You're the founder of that organization before COVID. And there was probably some roadblocks along the way, even as you started that pre-pandemic. So maybe walk us through the process of getting that business started. Maybe a couple of the trials that you ran through and how it actually got you when it became successful to know, you know what, I can do this. And it's hard. It's hard work, but it's worth it in the end you know the thing was is i just knew i always wanted my own business you know as a young kid cutting lawn flipping baseball cards i i guess i didn't realize i had the entrepreneurial spirit in me but i did and you know as i got older i i started delivering pizzas and then i had kids very young 21 and 20 with 
with my wife and um you know things happen life happens and you know i just found myself working jobs rather than have my own business and you know from working jobs i just always was the number one guy at the at the job whatever it was you know if i was uh running a store i was the number one store and if i was um you know delivering pizzas i was the best delivery driver and i just felt like I, I don't know why it was pizza, but I felt like I was good at it. And I knew if I was going to do it forever, I had to do it for myself. So in the beginning, the the big challenge for me, and I think the big challenge for a lot of people when they're opening businesses is money. And, and I think, you know, when you start to think about how am I going to uh, start a business, I don't have any money. And I think a lot of people really worry about that. And the thing is, is you have to realize that people out there selling businesses they want to get out of businesses a lot of times worse than what you than how you want to buy them. They just want to get out. You know, to them, running a business sometimes is a nightmare. Or they bought it for their nephew and, and their nephew moves or lost a passion or, you know, uh, life happens to them and health things happen to them. And, and it's just a burden. So a lot of people are out there running small businesses that it's a burden to them and, and they're hoping someone's going to come in and want to buy it. So I think – you know, worrying about the money it's going to take to to buy a small business is probably one thing you shouldn't be worrying about. You know, when we bought the first store, uh, to answer your question, I bought it with $200 in my pocket and, uh, you know, really on a a handshake. And the way it worked was I walked into five pizza shops and I said, will you sell me your shop? And they said, get the heck out of here. (laughs) The, The fifth guy said, we, my buddy has a shop about 10 minutes from here. I walked in, it was a full bar. And I said, oh, boy, I said, that's the last thing I want is a bar. I walked in the back, full pizza kitchen, everything we needed. I sat down with the guy, and I said, I, I want to buy it. He said, well, it's 185000 I said, okay. I said, so how am I going to pay you? And he looked at me dumbfounded, and he said, well, what do you mean, how are you going to pay me? I said, well, I said, I don't have any money. But I said, I told him all my experiences and everything I, I did. And he said, let's do this. Uh, he says, I, I need to get out of here. Why don't you run it for nine months, save up everything you can over those nine months, give it to me as a down payment, and I'll finance the rest for five years. Fast forward eight years, you know, I've, I'm running a $9 million company with five different locations, and it all started on a handshake and with 200 bucks in my pocket. And, you know, that's old school business. That's the way it used to be done. And there are people in places out there, you have to look, that still do it that way. But it's all about having faith in somebody and a game plan. And that faith was given to you and you took it to the next level. Sure. And when you're talking about, you know, how do you do it during a pandemic? Well, there's a lot of people out there that were on the fence with their small business before the pandemic. And now the pandemic has really broke them. So, you know, they can't wait to get out of the small business. And, you know, that's the time to look look to buy a business. When everybody else is trying to get out, it's a good time to, to get in. So there's going to be those deals out there. And I think where a lot of people go wrong is they start listening to, to everybody else, you know, whether it's your family or your friends, somebody who's never had their own business, and they're t- giving you all kind of advice. But that's not the person you really should be listening to. You should be listening to the person who's done it. And and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. And when you start to really believe those voices in your head that you can do it, that's where the magic starts. 
and the magic can really carry you through because we are in an increasingly tough time right now. But that doesn't mean that you can't have a successful business. Nick, the pizza guy, is my guest. And besides being the founder of Caliente Pizza, he's got a book. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about that that I think can actually help you if you're looking at maybe starting a small business, if you want to maybe have a resurgence in your small business and make sure that it's successful in this current pandemic situation. Let's get to the five ways small businesses, Nick, can really just take it to the next level, especially if you're established already and you're trying to get through. I think the number one thing would be to take your current customer clientele and reassure them every step of the way that things are going to be okay and you're going to still take care of them. Well, yeah, I, I think when you're talking about your current customers, you know, you, you want to make sure that you're laying out there what you're doing, doing during the pandemic to keep them safe, because that's what they want to see. So right now, during the pandemic, whether you're doing curbside delivery of some sort, or you're doing curbside pickup, or if you went ahead and put barriers up in your store or plexiglass, or if you've got even uh, little videos, you know, if you walk into your shop and showing spots on your floor where you've got it all taped off and arrows going in different directions, People like to see that. So I think that's that's a big one is, you know, number one is, is showing people, uh, the customers you have already, how you're doing things to go ahead and, and keep them feeling comfortable. And then another thing, you know, for new customers, you want to go out and get new customers. And I think this day and age, that's where social media is so great because everybody talks about during this pandemic how they've been pivoting and adapting. Well, you can pivot and adapt as much as you want, but if nobody knows about it, it's not any good. So that's where the social media comes in. So I think you've got to get comfortable with doing video as a small business owner and you've got to be out there and you could, you could do it as much as you, you want. You could get a videographer if you wanted, you could set up the camera and have, have your significant other hold the camera and you could do your videos. And it's like anything, nobody feels comfortable in the beginning, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. And I think people like to see that, that honesty of how you're doing your business and, and they like to see the genuine business. And between that, so getting, you know, your social presence on social media with your business, that can help you as well. You can, you know, tie that to your website. In all of that, you have to be creative because people have seen a lot. They say, well, I've heard this before or this sounds like this. They want something that they haven't necessarily come across before. And that's where either you or your creative team can really take that and make you stand apart. And that's it. And I think, you know, the other thing is you, you got to look at, you know, how can you take your customer and give them some value? You know, and, and we originally, one of the ways we pivoted was, you know, before this all happened, we had a plan for 2020. We were going to go right around the Olympics. We were going to do the pizza of, of champions. And, you know, we've won a lot of awards for our pizza, best pizza in the world um, twice, you know, and we've won three different uh, huge major competitions internationally known. And that was going to be our big special right around the Olympics. Well, wouldn't you know it? They, they canceled the Olympics. Yeah. So we're like, well, you know, so we're like, well, what do we, what do we do now? So, so we made it around the customer, you know, we made it around the, you know, pizza, pizza champions for our customers. You know, um, we want to celebrate our customers and we, we released all these videos showing our championship pizzas and we went ahead and gave away for each location we had, we gave away pizza for a year. So we said, you know what, in this time of need, you know, there's people out there that, that our customers, we want to thank you so much for helping us during the pandemic. They were buying gift cards and coming in on, you know, waiting in these giant lines while we're understaffed at the beginning of the pandemic and everything like that. 
And we wanted to reward them. So we made it the, the summer of the customer. And we went ahead and we gave away these five great prizes of pizza for a year. And we just really, you know, wanted to make sure that they, they knew about it. So I think, you know, that's the other thing. You got to don't take take your customer for granted and really appreciate them, especially because there's so many people out there, even if they don't own small businesses, they want to support small businesses. Number one, everybody likes pizza. I, I don't know too many, if anybody, that doesn't like at least some type of pizza. So, yes, that's a home run right there. And two, all of this that we've been talking about, so the social media, the revolving it around your customers, the online presence, the getting creative, this is all part of building relationships virtually. And that's really, uh, yes, you can go and you can, you know, you can still do, you know, pick up at a lot of your restaurants, depending on your state you can go and you can do carry out which is uh not just carry out i'm sorry but you know dining out on the patios the outdoors that some states you can here in california you can't so that virtual relationship is actually a very important one right now isn't it yeah it really is you know you've got to make sure you connect with customers and i think that's what they want to see and you know we had another promotion in the in the um in the winter here, where we usually do a, a Christmas, we'll do pizza with the Grinch and pizza with Santa. Well, of course, you, you couldn't do that this year. You couldn't have people coming in to eat pizza with Santa. So, you know, we we did something where, hey, your kid drops off a letter to Santa, and Santa virtually read the letters. Um, you know, Caliente won't just deliver the pizzas. They'll deliver your kid's letter right to the North Pole. So we had a everybody for a month brought their letters in, and then we had Santa Claus sitting there reading all the letters uh, live virtually. We had, you know, people that dropped off the letters. They're watching on Facebook live with their kids and they're commenting about Santa reading the letter. And then we sent them, you know, candy cane and a, and a gift certificate for a small pizza as well. So just in a letter back for the, for the kids as well. So I think, you know, you gotta, gotta figure out ways that you can do things virtually, even a restaurant, like who would think that a restaurant could do things virtually, but that's what people want right now. Yeah. I would even say Nick about even five years ago when you were talking about restaurants doing things virtually, you would maybe say, okay, that's a nice little addition, but that wasn't kind of the main way that they were going to get noticed or develop clientele. Now that's an essential building block. Yeah, it really is. You know, I I think any time that you can really stay ahead of, of what's happening is, is a positive. And that's what we've been trying to do. And I think there's things that maybe at some point, um, would have come into play with things that we're doing, but really what, what COVID and the pandemic did was speed it up five or 10 years. And, and I think that's what you're looking at too. Definitely in business everywhere. There's things where, you know, when you're talking about everybody who works from home and doesn't work yeah. at offices and, uh, some of that's going to be permanent. You know, they're going to, people aren't going to go back to some of these big giant offices where people are businesses are paying, you know, rents that are enormous, enormous, like it's just not going to happen. They're going to let people work from home and they're have all these studies of how productive they are and everything else. And I think, um, you know, really what, what COVID did for a a lot of businesses is it, like I said, it sped it up five or 10 years. It did. Nick Bogaz. I'm just calling him the pizza guy because he really most definitely is. I mean, he's been working in the pizza industry. He's been delivering pizzas. He's been uh, now the owner of a very successful pizzeria. Tell us what makes yours, which is obviously award-winning, it's so amazingly different. Caliente Pizza, tell us what you take pride in with your business. 
Well, in, in the very beginning, you know, I really didn't. It's not like I had these recipes from grandma passed down generations. I, I just knew what a good pizza tasted like because I was in the pizza business for 16 years. Mm. So when I went down in, here in Pittsburgh, there's a little Italy, and I found a little old Italian guy, and I was talking to him about being my distributor, and he said to me, you know, I'm not the cheapest but I'm the best. If you want the best pepperoni, I can get you that. If you want the best cheese, I can get it for you. And, you know, very knowledgeable on different kind of flowers and, you know, the spices. And, and I said, well, I don't want to be the, the cheapest. I want to be the best. I want when somebody tastes a Caliente pizza, they, they know they, they tasted it. Like if you hear a Bob Seger song on the radio, you know, it's Bob Seger. I want you to bite into our pizza and know that you're tasting a Caliente pizza. Well, it's like over here on the West Coast, we have uh, various food chains. We have In-N-Out Burger, and people have tried to duplicate it, other types of hamburgers on the East Coast. And you know what? It's not the same. And so it's the same with pizza. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. You're going to get what you pay for. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're not lucky enough to have In-N-Out here on the East Coast. <laughs> every time I, I fly into California, that's probably the first spot I go. Yeah, it, it, it it's it's pretty remarkable. Blessed uh, to live here in California. I think that's why so many of us stay. Yeah, we're paying through the roof to live here, but you know what? We got our in and out on the corner. Well, one thing I want to talk about for sure with our time together is you've created, it must have just been something that actually took some time, I imagine, throughout the industry and the different things that you've seen, but you've written a book back in 2018 called The Pizza Equation, Slicing Up How to Run a Successful Pizza Enterprise. This is going to be a great thing for people to read if they're, one, just starting a small business, two, if they're going to start a small business that's a restaurant, and especially three, if maybe they're going to be in the pizza game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's my story, and then it's a lot of uh, strategy in there, uh, a lot of hope and inspiration. Uh, it, it's been a marvelous thing for me. I, I wrote it because I really wanted to give back to the community and the industry. And then from that, a lot of great opportunities have happened. So, you know, if it's, it's somebody looking for a great read, it's definitely uh, a book to pick up. If there's somebody out there, a business owner listening, that's always wanted to write a book, I urge you to, to write a book on your industry because it'll really uh, catapult you in your industry and really give you opportunities that you could have never dreamed of. Well, you know, I mentioned how it's going to be good for the business owner, for somebody that's starting a restaurant, for somebody that's starting a pizzeria. But really, every particular industry. So if you're starting a pizza restaurant, there are things at that particular type of business that are going to be unique. So it's going to be different than if you're opening a delicatessen somewhere. I mean, yeah, it's it's still food, but there are things that go with opening a pizzeria. Yeah, there really is. And, you know, my years of experience are poured into that book. And what I noticed after I wrote the book was I had a lot of people in my industry, whether it was uh, Facebook Messenger or phone calls or emails, reaching out to me and people that wanted to get into the business reaching out to me. And, you know, it was just great conversation. I felt like I was able to give back and, and pay it forward. And one of the things that came out of it was I decided I thought, you know, if I could really help my, my pizza industry this much, what if uh, a lot of my tips and tactics and my, my stories, if they could help the small business world? And that's where I started my podcast, the, the Business Equation. And I'm now 75 episodes in. I release a new one every Monday. I'm meeting with small business owners all across America. And we, we talk a lot of different conversations. And, you know, that's what's been really nice during the pandemic 
is I'm talking to business owners that are going through it too. And we found out that a lot of it really is what you started with is having that positive attitude. I'll tell you, I have a podcast of my own outside of radio. I might not own a small business, but we're definitely going to have to network up because I love podcasting. I love sharing ideas. So to have a fresh face that I can maybe bounce some ideas off of would be a good thing. Yeah, that, that sounds fun to me. Now I'm going to ask you the eternal pizza question. It's been debated, I think, since the pizza was created. Does pineapple belong on pizza? As long as somebody's buying it, I'm selling it. Oh, I love your answer. It's great. <laughs> and my answer is yes. I love the Hawaiian-style pizza. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, You know. honestly, too, like, you know, maybe I never really uh, thought too much about pineapple on pizza, but I remember being like a delivery boy and coming in just so hungry because I hadn't eaten and I'm just delivering pizzas like crazy. Yeah. And a pineapple pizza got messed up. And, um, and I ate it. And you know what? I will eat pineapple on pizza every once in a while because it's really not that it's pretty tasty, really. The key would be to ask your distributor, who is actually Italian. I'd be very curious to find out what his answer is. <laughs> yeah, probably not. My well, guess is he no. Might the, he might answer the same way I did as long as he's selling me the pineapple. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so what are a few traits usually found in successful small business owners. I'm going to even throw it towards the small business that's a restaurant, a local restaurant. What would you say? Well, I, I think it definitely, you know, the part that goes in there for the restaurant business is definitely the mindset of the owner and, you know, the way you treat your customers, but also the way that you treat your staff. It goes a, a long way. I think a lot of times people forget that. They, they worry about the customer. They worry about the sales. They worry about the salesmen that sell them everything, but they forget about the people that work for them. And I think that's what you, you have to remember. I know in the very beginning, there was three ways I was going to judge success. And it was when I could buy a car from this century, when I could buy a little bit bigger house and my kids were 12 and 10 at the time. So when I thought, Hey, when I could know how I'm going to pay for their college, those are the three ways I'll find myself successful. Mm. Well, after the first year, I knew that was going to happen already. So it switched. I really had to dig deep and ask myself, how am I going to judge my success? And it became the, the answer was when people who work for me can do those things for their families. That's when I'll know I'm successful. When I can create career positions that the people working for me can, can do the things for their families and their dreams and aspirations, then I'll know I'm successful. It's bringing so it I full think, circle, really, because you've achieved your dream and you want to help somebody else accomplish theirs. Absolutely. And I think that's what's really important. That's what gets lost a lot of times is, you know, they forget about the people that work for them. And, and there's so many great people and you can't do it yourself. That's the other thing is you got to be humble and realize that you, you need people. It's not as simple as saying, um, Hey, we're just going to hire somebody else. You know, that's, that's not the reality of it. And I think in my business, what we realized too, is, you know, the hiring part, everybody always talks about how hard it is to hire. So we said, why don't we do something different? Let's not worry about how we're hiring. Let's worry about how we're retaining employees and let's put different things in place to retain employees. And that's what we've done. A lot of different programs that are all based around employee retention. You give the right incentives to an employee and you're going to find the motivation and the longevity just through the roof for that employee to not only want to stay, but to build something greater than themselves with your company. Yeah, I think that's true. And, and, you know, money is a great motivator, but it's not the only motivator. So right. there are different ways that you can definitely motivate people. And sometimes it's as simple as listening. 
you know, a lot of people like to be heard and they like to see their ideas in place and they just like to know that their opinion matters. Nick Bogaz, just a tremendous individual. I call him the pizza guy because that's pretty much what he's done. However, Nick, one thing I want to end the show on, because I think there's a lot of people listening to this saying, you know what, you guys are talking about all this positivity, these things, it's great, but this is reality. COVID makes things so much more difficult to get things done. So what message would you have for those contemplating starting businesses in this current day and age? It's different, it's hard, but I know you have a message for people out there i do you know don't worry about your past you know everybody can start now's as good as time as any um a lot of great things are are built during times like this if you look at 1987 with the wall street everything crashing you know millionaires were made after that if you look at the the 2008 when the housing market collapsed think of how many people made millions after that in, in the housing department I mean, now is uh, an offer real estate. Now is the same thing. You know, restaurants are really hurting, and I think it's going to be a great time for people that want to open a restaurant or other small businesses. There's definitely, um, we're in a really rough spot right now, but I really believe there's going to be a boom after this. I really believe you're right. People are antsy. People are wanting to get back to work. I think that's actually going to work to our advantage and be a good thing. If you want to actually get a material that can help you, maybe motivate you even more, I highly suggest you check out Nick's book, which is The Pizza Equation, Slicing Up How to Run a Successful Pizza Enterprise. So much in there. Nick, if people want to find you online, what's the best way they can do that? NickBogaz.com. My last name is B-O-G-A-C-Z, like animal, cat, zebra. So NickBogaz.com. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And you can find my podcast everywhere that there's a podcast, The Business Equation. A new one comes out every single Monday. Nick Bogaz, you are a tremendous individual. I love your positivity and your spirit. And you've actually just picked up a new listener because, again, I love podcasts. And so, and if it involves business and pizza, I'm on board. Sounds fantastic. Well, we will have you back on across the county, possibly my podcast. We'll talk a little bit more about maybe the business climate as 2021 gets into gear and perhaps some other opportunities as well. So Godspeed, my friend, and thank you so much. Thank you. Noah here on Across the County. Stay tuned. There's more coming up. Get in touch with Nick. The Pizza Equation, slicing up how to run a successful pizza enterprise. And after all of this, now I'm a little hungry.